Uh, I'm John Abdallah. Uh, I'm a senior here. Um, I came here uh, my sophomore year and I'm studying business administration. I went to uh, the University of Nebraska for my first year and then transferred here. Um, and I wasn't, I haven't been too involved in the Newman Center at either here or Nebraska for my first few years, but I recently had a, a pretty uh, eye-opening experience that I really don't have an explanation for beyond um, something that, uh, besides maybe a, an act of God or something that I can't understand. And so that's kind of what has drawn me to, in my later uh, years of college, uh, want to be more involved in the Newman Center and be uh, more involved in my faith just in general. What and was it about those first years that you didn't get connected to things of faith or to a Newman Center at UNL or at USD? Um, so basically I just, going from, uh, you know, when you're in high school at O'Gorman and you're doing it like uh, every week or so, uh, it seems like it, it would be only natural to keep doing that, but it was kind of, uh, I think when I got a little bit of freedom, it was kind of almost like I didn't have to, and it, it wasn't that I was trying to, um, you know, be or push God away. It just, when you don't folk, when you don't focus on it and you're not making a point to go to mass, it, it's very easy to fall out of it. And that's probably uh, pretty cliche, but that's the truth. And that's just kind of what, um, happened with me so it wasn't something that I really intended to have happen but that's kind of the way it happened for me. So you're what year? I'm now a senior. And what happened that brought you here? Uh, so I um, every every November 2nd which is All Saints Day uh, I, re I remember my grandpa um, my grandfather uh, Gene Abdallah who is um, very very close to me and somebody who I uh, grew up with and somebody who was like um, a best friend and a grandpa tied up all in one and I lost him uh, three years ago on this on November 2nd and so every time that date passes it's always kind of uh, or the first couple years were obviously very hard but this year I was more so kind of um, uh, not as sad but I was the day there was weird coincidences and weird things that happened. And um, I don't know if it was just my mind trying to make those connections in my head, you know, because that's something that is a kind of a way of handling grief and something that I think it's natural for people to do. But for me, I think I felt something more than just trying to make those weird connections to thing in, things in my head, like, um, you know, uh, I. I was sitting down in my um, dorm room and I just kind of wanted, I was, uh, I was having kind of a stressful day and I just kind of wanted to take time to unwind and uh, relax and just clear my head and uh, it felt like uh, I, I just wanted to also talk to my grandpa too in that moment. And so as I was sitting there and just, you know, listening to music and stuff and just, um, sitting there I was watching the sunset and it's that's something that I don't typically do I, I have uh, kind of been paying more attention to 
that now just because of how cool this was, but that's not something that I really did before, but it's something that I just thought would be cool and a way of remembering him. And as I was sitting there, uh, it was like one of the most beautiful sunsets I've ever seen. It was uh, all just the perfect colors and just, I, I've been a lot of places, so as weird as, is something can be so beautiful like that just here in Vermilion, but that's really what <laughs> it was. And that was something that um, I was just blown away by. And I, it almost, um, I mean, it, it didn't like, uh, I, w I wasn't like, you know, moved really to tears, but I, c I could feel myself getting very emotional. And I felt uh, like a, almost like a hug and just like a presence saying like, I'm here, kind of, and just felt like I wasn't alone. And my worries were kind of like, um, like you said, like I could see the horizon, I could see, you know, the light and past my problems or past what was bothering me right in the present moment and focus on, okay, how can I, um, how can I do better in my life? And um, not, you know, not focusing on, bad things that happen anymore as like someone else's fault or something and being upset by that but trying to do better for you know other people as well and take responsibility for my own actions and just try to be a better person from that what happened after the sunset thing what did that produce what did that move in you I felt like, uh, I felt a, a really, so I, I kind of am a little bit of an ADD person and I kind of always am like bored where I need to like be, uh, uh, have my mind fixated on something or need some constant like attention or something. This was like uh, something that I've, it was like the, I finally felt like fulfilled in a, in a way I kind of felt like uh, what I was what I'm always trying to satisfy in my mind or try to get that next whatever um, thrill I felt like I had finally got somewhat of an answer to those you know wants and I felt like I was home I felt safe and was that the day that we met you here at the no. St. Thomas More Newman Center? No, that was two days after. So then the next day, I um, I went or I went to the same spot in my room and I was just sitting down doing the same thing, and I was going to watch the sunset again and just see because uh, it was obviously so awesome and just you know who wouldn't want to have that experience again? And that's kind of what I was saying. I always am searching for that next. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's just kind of the way my mind works. But um, it's there. It was just a cloudy day, and there wasn't uh, the same view as the day before. And I thought that that was kind of odd. And that's me making connections in my head again. But um, I felt like uh, that was also kind of a way of like God saying, like, you know, gifts. You you can't expect them like just every single day when special things happen like that, or when um, certain things happen, I think that we need to be like really uh, thankful for those moments and 
not take them for granted because it's a, it, it's not crazy things like that don't just happen every day. And so, um, but then the next day was when I came to church and then I was uh, just intending on coming here and um, just praying for my grandpa. Why, when this, when it didn't happen the second time, why did it not make you doubt that it was God who did it the first time? Um, why did it not make me doubt? Yeah. Well, I think that I finally, as you can probably tell, I'm kind of a person who likes to question things or, um, you know, come up with things in my head for reasons why things happen. But I felt more of a feeling than was something that, I, that I'm having trouble explaining because it's hard for me to explain. But I felt more of a feeling than like getting an answer that I could tangibly like understand and have right in front of me. Yeah. And, and so then in response to that sunset not producing the same effect, why is it that then you thought, oh, I'm going to go to Mass? Um, or I'm going to go to the Newman Center. Did you know you were coming to Mass when you yeah, showed up? Yes, yeah. I did. I looked up the time and I was, I remember I was joking with Sam that I uh, saw that the dollar dinner was like right when I saw it. So, or, and 30 minutes after I saw it, so I couldn't make it, but I knew I was going to Mass. And I just, I almost, um, I, I wanted to uh, just, I felt like I had um, been given like the gift of grace and I wanted to, you know, keep getting more of that. But also, I, I guess they say thank you to God. It wasn't really like a, a self um, it wasn't something that I was, like you said, like a, like an ethical decision. That's not really what was in my head. It was just, I wanted to feel that again, feel like I was at home, feel like I was, you know, safe. And what was the experience of coming to Mass? It was just a daily Mass on a Thursday night? It was, uh, and um, I do remember that your homily was a, the about the lost sheep and so that I thought that was kind of something that was cool because <laughs> that's so I guess something that I could relate to a little bit a little bit and um, how the Lord rejoices um, more so over ten sinners than one righteous person and so I think or who come back to him and so I think that that was kind of comforting for me too and something that I was moved by and so I did get a little uh, bit of that feeling, and it, and it does seem like every time I have been going to Mass lately, uh, it's, it doesn't need to be the biggest thing, but there always seems to be like something that, oh, okay, that is cool. That There's always something that um, catches my attention and keeps me interested. So... Uh, this has been a couple of weeks now that you've uh, that we met you there at the beginning of November. Uh, how? When was the last time that you'd say you regularly were at mass prior to this? Um, how many months, years? Uh, well, I would go. I mean, <laughs> and this is—you don't have to if you. <laughs> this isn't confession, by the way, and this will be uh, available to people to watch. So, no. But I think we already. Talk, I think this is a beautiful thing. So thanks for your humility. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, it's um, helpful to know mm -hmm. 
what happened prior to all this, sure. where you were at with your practice of the sacraments. So my family, uh, I would go with them every Sunday in high school. Uh, and so, and I'd also typically go once a week, just at O'Gorman. Um, they would do those uh, once a week daily masses. I actually don't remember the last time I went to mass. I would, hadn't been in a long time. What uh, has been different in the last few weeks for you outside of like coming to Mass or the sacraments? Have you noticed uh, anything else different about your days? Well, I noticed that I'm uh, kind of I'm happier or I seem to be like I, I seem to be uh, a little bit more positive about things and not and I, I seem to be more patient with like myself and also others, which I think is something that I've noticed and I mean I think uh, I think that's not something that there that might not last but because I'm still I kind of just started so I'm kind of still got, got that burning fire I kind of feel like but I'm hoping it does but I've definitely noticed some positive changes in my life that I um, wasn't really doing before and I also feel like I'm uh, like more grateful for things and I'm not always, or I'm not kind of comparing myself to really anybody anymore. It's more so just kind of me um, versus me, like not really worrying about um, trying to impress or outdo anybody else besides just trying to be better than I was the day before. Can you say a little bit more about that? What you mean by that? Uh, maybe what the experience was like prior, what it means to compare sure. yourself? Or... Yeah, so I think it's pretty easy, especially in college, to when you're uh, in an environment where you're with a whole bunch of people and it's a competitive environment, it's easy to try to you know, compare yourself to somebody else. And through that, it's really hard to, uh, I think, be satisfied with anything because you're either not good enough or if you do you know up to your standards you think you can almost or always do that next uh, you know better thing but I think that when you're um, not trying to impress like the culture or impress you know anybody besides like God I think it's it's easier to have peace in your life because it's just um, you don't really need to worry about doing anything else than serving God. You just can. I, I that was bad. <laughs> I'm rambling right now, but I don't know. Can we cut that? <laughs> you know what the beautiful part of uh, giving testimony is is only we think it needs to make sense but something more than what it is we're saying is being transmitted okay. and so just there's something in you that even though you can't articulate it the desire to it, we, we see we understand um, so be assured that uh, the Lord's at work uh, in ways that 
none of us really understand. But something's happening, right? I think this is, this, something's happening. <laughs> I think this is the, the quote that I was mentioned to you from Deus Caritas S. Pope Benedict XVI's encyclical, God is Love, where he says, uh, the Christian life is not a set of ethics or moral beliefs, but the encounter with an event, a person, a person mm -hmm. who opens up a new horizon and yeah. changes one's direction. Definitely. Yeah. Um, does it make you look back now on uh, anybody in your past or experiences of people trying to pass faith onto you that you now understand differently or that you appreciate or have thought about or prayed for in the last few weeks? Um, well, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely appreciative of meeting you two. And I think, uh, I think now I'm more so looking at um, everyone differently because I, I tend, or I, now I, I have a little bit more self-respect for myself. So it's easier to respect others when you, when you respect yourself. And so I kind of see the good or the good, you know, vibe and energy of everybody now, no matter if they're trying to um, do that or not. I just see them as more than what I would have before. So. And all of this is just the fruit of what happened. Yeah. It just happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How would you say your prayer has changed? Um, I, I prayed uh, not very often before this, but now I, it's every day and I, I, um, it's something that if I am not doing, or I mean, I haven't, uh, not, or I have since that day, I mean, I've prayed every day, but it's something that if I'm not doing, it's, uh, it's noticeable now because it's something that it's not like I'm trying to do that to say, Oh, I prayed today, but it's something that keeps me, um, grounded and keeps me focused on you know doing what I actually want to have happen in my life and it's uh, so it's something that I feel like I have an itching to do now versus something that was more so a chore earlier or, yeah yeah uh, well you mentioned grateful for having met the two of us how is it that we met uh, kind of by chance encounter I was I I came to mass that day and uh, I was obviously uh, very moved by the um, event that had transpired the couple days before and so it, I, and I w was intending on uh, still going to church frequently but I was kind of uh, in all honesty trying to just uh, go about my night <coughs> sorry <coughs> go back to my apartment but uh, luckily uh, Sam um, stopped me on my way out and we had a little bit of a discussion and um, he then introduced himself as uh, the kind of the guy who runs the show here <laughs> <laughs> is that is that your I think that's how he introduced yeah. I, yeah, he was like, oh, you got runs the show. I'm like, you could say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, how we met. And then you popped out of your office and um, we got to talking a little bit, the three of us, and you uh, 
ask why don't I come into your office for a second? Uh, you wanted to show me, um, what was it you wanted to show me? Is it that God is love book? Or? There's some quote or something. Yeah. Yeah, it must yeah. have been. Mm -hmm. and, I have it on my shelf. And, yeah, and so it wasn't really planned, but then we just sat down and or I, I just kind of sat down because I, I wasn't, neither of you really asked me to, but I just kind of felt like getting that off my chest because it felt like um, uh, God was kind of leading me to um, express how I felt to others. And so I felt like I just wanted to open up a little bit and we just had this same discussion pretty much. And um, I, was, I was very moved showed me my uh, number one year um, journey or year um, light that you saw and also when you uh, pointed out that um, our faith is bigger than than we like really think it is when it's just kind of like a chore of going to church it's, it's not it's an encounter with something bigger than And that made sense to you. Yeah, it did. Because that was kind of the question that I had in my head a little bit, but that you did a very good job of helping me understand that more. I, would, I wouldn't have, that was not something that I was really uh, articulating before we had the chance to meet. Yeah, you know, something that I think is interesting about what happened was um, Sometimes we can feel like evangelization or helping people come back to the church is like this arduous process or even that it's only prayer. It is prayer, but it's also just responding to what happens. And I remember seeing you at mass and being like, I've never seen that guy because uh, it was a daily mass. And so there wasn't, you know, a ton of people. It was just a normal daily mass crowd. And, um, and, uh, and I really wanted to talk to you because I know what it's been like to be new back and you're nervous or whatever. And, um, but someone else had asked me a question after mass. And so I couldn't, and I remember in my heart, I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> that person's going to get away or, you know, and, and, uh, uh, but I just surrendered that. And I was like, Lord, this, he's yours. If he's supposed to be here or whatever, you know, but like, I don't, I don't need to be the one to like figure out who he is and how to help him stay here or grow. Um, and then I came up and Sam, you were talking to him. And I was like, oh, of course, great. So Sam was talking to him. And Sam, as a missionary, could you maybe just like share a little bit about how it is, how it is that you ended up in conversation with John and talking, why you did what you did? I mean, I literally just saw a guy and I was like, I'm gonna find out who he is. So then I was, he like walked by, I was like, hey, I don't think I know your name. He was like, John. And then he like, we're almost going to start walking again. I'm like, hey, where are you from? You know, like, you normally just ask another question, like, talking to normal people. That's kind of how, it's, that's the most effective thing is just being a normal human being and, like, yeah. want to meet a person because it's really easy to, like, go to church and see the same 30 people there at daily mass and you don't know any of their names because you're just kind of there for yourself. You're in it and you're out. It's like, well, that doesn't actually do anything, right? Like, to be the body of Christ, like, be a community, typically it helps you actually know the people, you know? Uh, that are like next to you in the pews. 
So it was, yeah, literally, I just like, oh, I don't know who that guy is. I know who everyone else in the room is, so I'm gonna go figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to him, and then we talked for another, like 45 minutes to an hour. So yeah, yeah. And that that like you doing that, you didn't have to worry about what would proceed from that. None of us knew what would proceed from that, but responding to it put me in a position to come out. And then when we both all came into my office, I remember when you sat down and I was like, well, this is the easiest thing in the world. You, you just came in, you just like, but we were standing already. So you didn't have to, you know, it was a really noticeable, like this guy wants to stay with us. This guy wants that's to. Exactly, that's, no, that's what I was trying to say. It's like, I just, I felt like I just wanted to, or I felt at home and I just wanted to mm. just kind of talk and just, you know, feel, feel like, uh, like I belonged to something and felt, you know, something like that. Yeah. And what a gift it is to have availability yes. for us to be like in the Christian life. Sometimes it's just offering availability that when someone responds and has a need that we can be available to let it open up. And one of the things that I see in you is while we weren't the instruments to this amazing grace, God did use us because of our own journeys and how we've grown to be like, hey, we'll just be a place where you can open your petals a little bit. Like (laughs) you can share the fragrance of Jesus a little bit because that can be nervous for people sometimes. But to, once you do it, it just becomes an easier thing um, to share, you know. Uh, and I really appreciate you sharing this and making this public um, because I know, you know, sometimes that's not possible. But I also know that once you meet him, you're like, oh, yeah, whoever needs to know, that's fine. <laughs> so thank you for uh, sharing. Is there anything else that's in your heart that you'd like to mention? I just think that if there's anyone watching this that kind of uh, is looking for uh, a sign or is uh, kind of like over overthinking things in their life right now, um, you don't need to try to force it necessarily, I'd say. Just understand that there is definitely a hope and there's definitely um, a real, real presence to be felt out there. Trust in God, trust in something bigger than we understand. John Abdallah, thanks for the gift of your witness. And uh, we give thanks for your grandfather, Gene. The other thing that surprised me is when you said Gene Abdallah, I thought, oh my gosh, everybody knows Gene Abdallah. (laughs) Uh, And here, his grandson. Uh, I'm I'm sure he's very proud of you. And uh, on that All Souls Day, will always be a different moment for you now uh, that you can give thanks to him and remember Jesus who came into your life on that day uh, in a particular way and that we one day will be all together again. So shall we say a prayer for the repose of his soul for all the souls of the faithful departed. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.